Hey there, folks. What do you know? It's the Uticast holiday special-ish. It's recorded on Christmas Eve. I have to go to a Christmas party. But thankfully, we had a great interview uh, with Devin and Brianna Mahoney of the Uptown Theater uh, Creative Arts Center. I always screw the name up. I'm doing it on purpose now just to tease them. It's a great pleasure talking to them, as always. Plus, Heather is back, Kevin is back, and a surprise guest from the past. The ghost of Christmas past, Aaron Velarde is here. All that and more, folks, for a... Not a bridge, but quick holiday episode of Uticast just for you. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, and we'll see you next week. You know what the problem is? Here's here's some real nerdy stuff. You caught me in my natural habitat. I did. When you walked in the door, I was uh, playing video games, dressed to go out for a Christmas party. <laughs> I know. You... It's the most dressed up I've I ever been. I actually have been. never seen you dressed up No before. one ever sees me dressed up. It's very rare. You're very nice. Um, but yeah, the problem is I'm playing a video game that doesn't have a pause button. Oh, it's oh like, so it's going right it's now. It's going right now. So what oh. I mean, like, I had to go find a, a dark corner for my character to go crouch in. Can't right And now. hope that nobody <laughs> finds me for like 10 minutes and kills me. You knew I was coming over. I forgot. I'm not used it's to video o'clock. games that you can't pause. I can't I'm just. I'm so used so to. I'm, explain. Are they? Is so, it live right now? And yeah. you're hiding from people? Is that what's going on? I am playing <laughs> a game called Fallout 76, which okay. is a very unpopular game Sounds on the internet. It. People hate it. They they think it's like the worst game. It's broken. And there's lots of problems with it. We mm-hmm. won't get into that. But okay, that's, good. Uh, for all you listeners out there, if you're curious about the video game I'm playing. Everyone on the internet hates it. All the people who bought it hate it. All the people who made it are angry about it. I like it. I, and it doesn't have a pause button. Doesn't but have because you're online all the time, online. right? Okay. So there's like 25 people in the little world. Yep. And that's it. They're just you're moving around, and that's it. I can't pause the game because if I pause the game, so <laughs> you don't get killed. All yeah, the just die. Right, same thing. So uh, welcome back to the show, folks. Episode one. 83 Uticast sort of holiday special yeah. because I have like so much going on today. I don't yeah, have I think the, we all do. I don't, well, I don't have time to like edit Christmas music in or do all that crap today. So, okay. and you have plans, Heather, yeah. for the rest of the day. What's your. I'm going to meet up with an old friend. Very I haven't nice. seen in a long time. I'm going to try to squeeze that in. Then I'm Where going, going to. We haven't talked yet. I think we're going to try to get coffee somewhere. Go to uh, Beer Here. I just, uh, or uh, Beer Hub, whatever it is. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, Beer Hub. That's where I got your little thing from. Your no, little... go there. It's the dopest. Oh, Kevin's oh, here. What's up? what's up? Hey, Kevin. We're just, uh, we're talking about the Beer Hub. Oh, like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, anyhow. <laughs> yeah, so. Kevin was sh- in bed. <laughs> yeah. No, he was enjoying his day and he was a late <laughs> night last night. We had a late one last night. Yeah. The late evening last night. I did gift exchange with the Maiden Utica folks. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was great. Uh, and then I also uh, did calamari stuffing, which is what the Italians do. I've never heard of that. Okay, so we eat a lot of fish in, in Italy, right? Lots of fish. And uh, what we do every night is the night before Christmas Eve, me and my family, we go and we mix up the breadcrumbs and the cheese and the eggs. And uh, and then we stuff them inside the little hood of the calamari, the little hat. You mm-hmm. take the tentacles off and you put the tentacles in the sauce. And then you, you, stuff, you stuff the calamari with the cheese and breadcrumbs and then you put that in the sauce. 
So then you just sort of like, uh, you let that sort of cook for a day, mm-hmm. and it turns into a giant delicious. It's going to be really good later. A lot of people don't like squid. Okay. Do you like, are you I a calamari person? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people don't like it in red sauce. Like as a... I'll eat it in red sauce. It's, I think it's delicious. <laughs> I love it. It's one of my favorite things. It's very Italian. I don't know what your holiday tradition... You have like a holiday tradition? Today it's uh, Polish food. So we're doing padagis and fried fish and mushroom soup. Pierogi's <laughs> 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 all right. <laughs> what, what would you like? What, when I was growing up, we traditionally... My Christmas Eve parties in Utica were wild. Like my, when my parents were still together... It was just like a big mix of like traditional and then Italian food. That's what last night was. If I could have one, it'd be all like Mexican food. I'd have tacos and burritos and quesadillas. No, I would. I'd probably have taco bar. I would get into that. <laughs> I would do a non-traditional. Um, I, got a, I got a dirty look from Kevin last night for saying that I'm out on something from Taco Bell. Oh. I am out on Baja Blast, the drink. Like the, the, the yep. blue. Yeah, I know. I always like it. I don't dislike it now, but I notice every time I go to Taco Bell now. I don't finish it. See? It sits there and just dies in the cup. It's okay. The food's what matters. <laughs> so, uh, Heather, uh, I also have to do some family stuff in a little bit, so I wanted to do some recording, but I also wanted to give you your uh, your Christmas gift. You sent me a, a... You left us a gift on the doorstep like you were a gypsy. No, right? I actually left it on your table. <laughs> on <our> table. <laughs> like, no one was here, yeah. I don't think. I don't know what was going on. I just walked in. Justin <laughs> probably left the front door open when he came in. Okay. Do I open this now? Much. Yeah, no, go ahead and open it now. It's bad radio to open, uh, open gifts. Like- uh, I don't even know if you want this. I, I did, did, want, did this. You want this. Yes, this is great. It's, I was actually just a bunch of this morning. Oh, so yeah. you did, I'm glad you didn't buy it I, for I yourself. Yeah. Thank you. You're very welcome. It's Becoming Michelle Obama. It's uh, I bought Heather Becoming Michelle Obama's book. for oh, Christmas. I love you it. You can be Michelle Obama. Yeah, now I could be just like her. I know. <laughs> Number one bestseller, New York Times. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so there you go. I hope you thank enjoy you. it. I've heard it's, it's very good. very sweet. And if you didn't like very it, I would have. No, I wanted this, so thank you. No, I did. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Because uh, I'm becoming. Uh, Kev, I'll do your, we can do your gift exchange later. We don't have to do it on the air. Yeah, we're not. So. <laughs> <laughs> we're not, so there's that. <laughs> uh, did you, uh, are you ready for, for Christmas tomorrow? Is Kaz excited? Um, yeah, he's, I've been training him since May. Since so, really? Yeah, just learning what about Santa. Tr- like getting him to understand who Santa is, what Santa does, that he's coming, that he's going to leave presents. Is there training. any chance that he's afraid of Santa? No, cause and Kaz is afraid of everybody. But oh, I, I brought him to Bass Pro Shop to see Santa, and I said, "This is who's gonna bring your presents." And he sat on his lap, didn't cry, was a little stunned, and then afterwards told him exactly what he wanted for Christmas. Nice. Yeah. See, you should do this every year if you're gonna go get the pictures of yeah. Santa. What I would do is get a small. This is what my mom does. Okay. Get a small photo book, right? And again, we don't print real photos. Anymore, yeah. But if you print out pictures. Put all the pictures with uh, Kaz and Santa in the same book so they're all together mm-hmm. in a row. And when you look back through them, it's always a riot. I know. I That's can't... my niece and nephew's favorite thing is all my pictures from when okay. I was a kid with Santa. Just me getting older and yep. significantly more awkward <laughs> like right every now year. With yeah. Just yeah. <laughs> 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 this year. <laughs> but um, he, he was good. I thought he was going to cry. I go, this is going to be awful. And he wrote on his lap. He looked stunned. Mm-hmm. But he was good. What was so, the big gift this year you got? He him? wants a Hot Wheels race car track. So you got it for him? Yep, we did. Is Zach setting it up right now? Is it like... No, he'll set up tonight. Like, we're the last minute. We just started wrapping you, presents. You can't do it beforehand. No. So he... But I didn't know that those things were so popular. Like, they were selling out. Oh, yeah. I had them in my yeah, cart yeah, yeah, yeah. forever, and they kept selling out. Hot, hot Wheel race car tracks. I just... Big. This was a weird year for, like, getting stuff in the mail. I feel like a lot of my shipped stuff from Amazon, yeah. again, on my anti-Amazon kick. So, yeah, uh, I know. All of us, we still get it. <laughs> I feel like... 
this year, more than usual, a lot of the stuff was not coming in on time. Mine came in. They would come like a day or... It depends if you're buying right from Amazon or if you're going to like... Yeah, the so, secondary market. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm I didn't, ready. I didn't have any real news today for Th- us. That's okay. Although I did see one story that I thought was interesting. Uh, apparently, scientists found out that like seasonal depression... I don't know if you're like me and you get seasonally oh, depressed. I think we all do. <laughs> well, apparently there's a real reason for it. Uh, the culprit is a brain circuit in your mind that connects light-sensing cells... Uh, to the areas of your brain that affect if you're happy or sad. So as the days get shorter, we get less light, which inherently causes us to be less happy. Yeah. So I think that's really the key, right? No, but we had the eight days of no sun, like, last week. Mm. We had, like, no sun for eight days, and all of a sudden the sun came on Thursday. I'm like, Cass, we have to go for a walk. We have to go do something out here. <laughs> One in five people, they say, is uh, affected by seasonal depression. I feel like that's kind of low. I do, too. I feel like everyone I talk to says <laughs> that they have seasonal depression. I think everyone we talk to also might be just, like, saying they have. Yeah, I think, I don't know if I am clinically. <laughs> not clinically, but I feel like I am. I feel like it. Uh, other than that, I don't know. That's about it. I guess the government shut down. Okay, yeah. Do you feel like anything changed since the government shut down? No, I'm, I'm not affected. <laughs> so, um, well, listen. I I really hope you have you a too. great Christmas. Thank you. Um, what are you planning? Do you sleep it in tomorrow, or you guys? No, I have a uh, I have a two year old. He gets so up at six thirty. Six thirty. Six thirty in the morning. He'll be up. My nieces and nephews at my mom's house. I'll have to drive. So what I'll have to do today. After this, I have to go to my niece's house mm. because it's her birthday. It's <laughs> her birthday It's today? her birthday. Happy birthday, Sage. On December 24th, which means I had to get her another gift, mm-hmm. right? She's obsessed with Stranger Things right now, okay. so I got her a How little... How old is she? Yeah. She's 11, okay. 12, 11. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm the worst with kids' ages because I don't okay. have kids of my own. If I had kids, I would be more... Oh, I hope so. <laughs> I, I know your son is young because I always assume he's older than he is. I'm like, is he like nine? You're like, nine. he's three. Uh, He's actually two, but that's okay. Well, it's Keep almost three, right? <laughs> yeah, it's almost right, yeah. So. Uh, no, so I'll do that, and then we have to drive back to Rome to eat the aforementioned calamari I'm sauce so for Christmas for that. Eve. I'm going to bring some home, Please. hopefully. We have a ton of sauce. Uh, and then I guess we'll go back to my mom's house to do the Santa portion of the evening okay. for my nieces and nephews who, I would say half of them are on board and half of them are off, but... We'll see. My okay. one niece, my one niece is like a hundred percent off. Okay, she's, does she's like rolling her eyes at everything? Presents. She likes presents, and she's she's not spoiling it for her brother, mm-hmm. which is very nice of her. Yeah. I wonder how long that'll last. Yeah. And then we'll probably have a very late night Maiden Utica esque meetup mm-hmm. late in the evening. Maybe I've heard numerous people talk <laughs> about it, but no one really wants to host it, right? Like everyone's like, we should all meet up somewhere. Because like, everyone's just tired. You're yeah. tired. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what it is? It's not that everyone's tired. It's that everyone offers their house mm-hmm. because no one wants to go anywhere. Yeah. So it's all a question of like, come to my house. We're all like, Meh. maybe everyone will come here. Mm. The couch is broken. Oh, that's right. Oh, you yeah, didn't really you have that. people over here. No. The couch is destroyed. Um, all right, uh, but that's it. Great. Go enjoy the rest of your yeah, holiday. Yeah, have fun with your family. Yeah, yeah, it'll be all right. And everybody have a Merry Christmas. Enjoy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks. Uh, you're the best. Yes, and I love this. This is great. I'm glad you enjoyed Thank it. You. I'm I loved your happy. card, by the way, that you sent us. It was very nice. Yeah. Girl. I didn't grammar check. I really read it like I, had, I no, wrote it like I had a The sentiment so. was beautiful. And I loved it so much. <laughs> and I'm going to use all my beer tickets for uh, the beer. Oh, there you go. <laughs> very excited. So uh, before I let you go, let's go into this week's interview. Uh, it was nice to talk to him again. Uh, they were in here in, I want to say, eight, I still haven't looked back at when they were last night. It was Devin and Brianna from oh, Uptown. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, it was great talking to them. They've had a really eventful year since they took over the Uptown Theater and turned it into the Uptown uh, Theater Center or Creative Arts Center. I always screw the... God, they're going to make okay. fun of me. I do it every time. I'm the worst. 
Uh, no, it was really, really great talking to them again. We had a great hour-long conversation. We played the overrated, underrated game. I brought back that. Uh, oh, that's my favorite yeah, game. I brought it back from under, uh, from out of retirement for Christmas Love movies. Um, so that was a lot of fun. And we talked about what their plans are for the future, all the way their classes going. Really nice, long interview. Uh, enjoy it on your holiday. Uh, Heather, take care, and I'll see you guys soon. discount to get different types of like fancy booze for people oh. i had to go to my mom's house to steal wrapping paper and paper <laughs> because i wasn't gonna pay for sure. it <laughs> uh and then i also had to go oh god there was I had to go to the dollar store to get uh cheap candy for the kids uh we'll, we won't get we'll get to christmas stuff later but uh if i had to say one to ten how ready are you guys for christmas on a scale of one to ten ten being the most ready two two <laughs> wow, really? It's kind of late to be. I was two. gonna say like seven. So seven? she's I feel way like behind. Two, yeah. Is, have you wrapped anything yet? No. I gotta I do that I tonight. Have. That's my post. You guys heading out. That's my late night plans tonight. Yeah, I haven't wrapped anything. I haven't shopped for most people. I haven't planned anything. Are you guys like the kind of <laughs> couples who like have a hard time shopping for each other, or is it easy for you guys? I feel like. I feel like I see sort of both. <laughs> it's easy enough. I never want anything. She never wants anything, That's which makes one. it impossible. Yep. I was going to say. And I tell her exactly what I want and, and, and throw it right down the middle and just make it easy. And so then I'm like struggling to find the gift for someone that doesn't want anything. And, and uh, it's horrible. I fall into weird places. Like, you know, with Kevin and Justin, the guys I'm like close with, that's easy. I had their presents picked out like six you months ago. You get them ago. all presents? Uh, Kevin and I, I mean, Kevin will never listen to this interview. I, I've been getting Kevin a different, like, vinyl record and a book pretty much every year for the last five Aww. years. We've been usually trading vinyl records. Um, again, he won't listen to this. I got him, uh, oh, what did I get him? Uh, the Pantera album, like the famous, oh. the Cowboys from Hell, whatever that, that nice. Pantera, yeah. Uh, so, so that's coming in. But, like, and then, uh, and Justin, he's a big, like, soccer fan, so I got him, like, an Everton hat and some, like, wrestling t-shirt. And even, like, Kate, you know, I got her, like, some Parks and Recreation type thing. Um, but like my niece and nephew are like 14 and 11 and they, uh, wow. I got nothing. My niece wants nothing. She's like, can you get me a Starbucks gift card? I'm like, that's not a, all right. I mean, it's doable. <laughs> it's easy. It's just like. Between like six and like 30, I would have no idea what to do for someone. I, <laughs> I, I go with like a lot of common things. A lot of like coffee cups, uh, posters, soap, fancy beers, um, yeah, coffee cups are a, always a go-to for me. If I know something that someone likes, I'm like, boom, coffee cup. That's what you get. <laughs> uh, we've already gone three minutes. I didn't introduce you guys. What a surprise. <laughs> of course, the return of Devin and Brianna Mahoney of the Uptown Theater uh, Creative Arts Center. I always screw the title up. I was just, I'm so used to just calling it the Uptown Theater. Yeah, most well, of the words. It is the Uptown Theater, right? It'll always be the Uptown <laughs> Theater. 
The uh, the name of the nonprofit is Uptown Theater for Creative Arts. For creative Arts. That's but always, the theater's the Uptown. But it's just going to be Uptown, right? The Uptown's the Uptown. We're not going to um, trick anybody into that. And we were talking a little bit about this before you guys uh, came on the mic, though. And I was just saying, like, in general, how for me growing up in South Utica, growing up on, like, Valentine Bray around the corner from this, what used to be the only movie house that was close to me, right? This place was so important to me. And just the simple fact that, like, seeing all the work you guys have been doing with the improv and the creative stuff you've been doing and the way you guys took the uh, that jewelry building and what it is now and all the stuff, the work you guys did when I was there on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And I gotta say, you, know, you guys are not the first people in our, since the Uptown stopped being a viable regular movie house who've attempted mm-hmm. to like revitalize mm-hmm. that building. And I've been around this town long enough to see what happened to those other places. And I think what you guys have done and sort of leaned into a different avenue than what a lot of people did. A lot of people still wanted to find a way to make it a movie house. Mm-hmm. Like, how can we make this still, like, a real... And it's just, it's... Right. Yeah. But you guys did such a really creative and smart thing with the way you've sort of incorporated this sort of improv and reaching out to, like, local people and actors in the community. It's so smart. I just gotta give you guys so much credit for that. I really... Yeah. It's very pleasing to Thank see. Thank you. Thank you. It's, um... No, but you're right. The, uh... The, the traditional approach wasn't gonna work at this. Yeah. Right? It's... Right now, it's one theater that that's, uh I think there's maybe 400 seats in there now, but it's not the kind of place you're going to sell out with a movie every night. It's, having a movie theater as your is the only business in there isn't sustainable. So we're not a movie theater. We're not even a theater. You know, yeah. we are a a nonprofit for creative arts and education that happens to have a theater in the building. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, we'll get to restoring that room, but in the in the meantime, it's been really great to yeah. have the keys and start, uh, like you mentioned, doing classes. Yeah. Uh, developing our own community of people. The people that are coming out for these classes are amazing. And uh, (laughs) they are sparking both to the material and each other very quickly. And it's very quick becoming a um, a close uh, close supportive family uh, environment. Well, even when I say, uh, we stopped by to see you guys on Thanksgiving when you guys had the the party and then I got uh, too drunk and then stumbled home and didn't say goodbye to anybody. (laughs) That's what happens on Thanksgiving. That's what you do. I could say just the the vibe and the community, even just in like the, the couple hours we were there, yeah. it was so nice to see everybody out there and just yeah. the way that everyone was interacting. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was actually the first time I really got a chance to go in and take a look at the room that you guys, mm-hmm. uh, the converted yeah. jewelry store. Right. And I actually just went back today and read the story about like that whole transition. Um, uh-huh. You guys were, uh, it was really nice the way you guys handled everything with, uh, I can't remember the guy's name. What was Michael. It? Yeah, Michael. Michael <laughs> Uh, he seemed like, you know, that 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 place, too, again, growing up around the corner from it, I always wondered, I'm like, is, what's up with this place? <laughs> you see what I mean? Yeah. And, and now it just, it's so vibrant. Even the way that you guys opened up with the big glass windows, the yeah. way it looks, it's really, it's really changed the way that little area looks, and it makes me very pleased. Uh, We're the, happy to be in there. Yeah, that makes me happy to hear. One, yeah. one of the, you know, as we go forward, one of the... You know, the great thing is just, like, we put a sign in the window that lights up. Mm-hmm. Just have one more light on the block where the lights are on, even when we're closed. And, you know, you mentioned uh, Thanksgiving Eve, the night before Thanksgiving, we did a, a fundraiser where we had a couple DJs come in. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we did uh, beers for cheap and just a little dance thing. Oh, yeah. And it was great. You know, it was a great little vibe. Um, we had done a few of those little open houses before just to kind of give people a peek inside to see yeah. what's going on. And, uh, you know, where originally we had thought that we wanted to redo the whole building and get the renovation done uh, before we started really uh, opening it up. More and more as we did these little uh, open houses, we learned that people just wanted to be in there. 
So uh, it's its own, you know, it's 1,500 square feet. It, it fits, you know, a good amount of people. So uh, every time we've done it, we've had either live music or DJs. Yeah. And it's a good little vibe, you know. It's, it's a nice alternative, uh, especially on Thanksgiving Eve, to go out, uh, you know, versus, you know, Varick Street, if that's not your scene that night. But um, it's been great. And, and like you said, everyone from around here, and that's been, you know, we keep saying over and over, has a memory of that place. Yeah. And it, it's got a special pe- uh, place for a lot of people. And that's really more than anything what's carrying us forward right now. Well, it's funny. Uh, and I, I hate to keep harping on this Thanksgiving night because there's so many things I want to bring up to sure. you guys. But one of the things I saw you guys do, and I don't know if you did this purposely or if it just sort of happened naturally, people were writing their movie memories on the wall from like yeah, movies that, they saw. That was all Brianna's idea. Is that your idea? That was brilliant. I was trying to cover up the messy cork board. <laughs> and then I thought I'll just put something that people can write. No, it was, it was great. <laughs> it was a really smart and really like subtle thing. But I, I, really, I loved that. I spent like 10 minutes reading all the, all the comments and like, commenting on other people's comments. I think I commented on the guy who wrote King Kong vs. Godzilla. I'm like, yes! Good yeah. for you, sir! Yeah. 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 My uh, my favorite one was uh, some hardcore show sometime. Yes! Like, someone's, yeah. someone's best memory there was, I don't know, sometime there was a hardcore show and, like, that was pretty good. Um, it's just, it, 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 yeah, it just little things like that, though. It's funny how people remember it. And it, I just love the way it looks down here. That's like another weird thing that I, I just yeah. driving down Genesee Street and like living in this area. I just like I love the way it looks right there. Mm-hmm. Just, I love that yeah, block, yeah. you know. And and that night and the other nights we've had open, you know, we've done also a couple uh, in addition to a few improv class shows. We did a couple cabaret nights in there. Mm-hmm. We did uh, a weekend of Shakespeare with our new uh, theater company yeah, that we yeah. started. So. Uh, Every time we get to have the lights on in there and, you know, leave have the lights on the lobby and the green onions open and, mm. and when there's something going on at the other side in the coffee shop, it starts to feel like a little neighborhood again, oh, yeah. you know? And uh, I'm hoping that those Balkan Hadley guys come around. Yeah, and, uh, uh, that's a whole weird thing. I don't know much about who, like, those folks, but I remember when it was open all the time and then it, it's, is it open sometimes? I can't no. tell. It's no, never open. They'll well, have their own private... Like, they'll invite friends. They like private events. Yeah, yeah. but not like to the... Yeah. So we have our fingers crossed, but it's not really anything we can do. I do remember, and again, I, I can't think of the times, but there was definitely a period of time when me and, like, some of the boys would go sit on Genesee Street and yep. lunch there pretty regularly, and I don't, you know I mean, I don't know... I don't know enough about what happened down there to why it's not... But I it, don't it's either. still but the a people, nice layout. It's a yeah. beautiful looking yeah. building. And the people that, that uh, went there when it was open loved it, so hopefully oh, yeah. that, that's something that'll happen again soon. Uh, so I want to ask you just... In the time you've been here, I, I, I'm a terrible prep today because I've been running around. I don't remember exactly how long it's been since you've been on. How long do you, do you guys remember when you first when you moved back? It was right when we got here. It was March, probably, March, right? right. Yeah, March, and we finally got the building uh, March 31st. So what, 11, 10 months then since you guys have been back, you think? Nine. Nine, Nine months? Nine months. My, there's my math. I'm a history major. Um, <laughs> compared to your expectations when you first came, nine, ten months in now, how do you how do you compare how does the reality compare to what you guys expected ten nine months ago? It's um, a good question. I think some things are um, actually I'll say overall I usually feel like this is going considering the enormity and the near impossibility of the undertaking <laughs> I think it's actually going pretty well and I try to remind myself of mm-hmm. that when like we've had like a day where mm-hmm. we've gotten some disappointing news or something sure. didn't work out like we wanted or whatever. So overall. I think, all things considered, it's going really well. Um, And I think that um, our expectations going in, I know for me personally, like, since we couldn't really get into the building and really investigate and really make plans, we just had to speculate a lot versus, like, when we actually started 
being right. able to explore and and have to be like, okay, we're gonna have to take this in different stages. Like yeah. this is we're gonna have to approach this differently. It, it took us the first three months. I mean, literally, they signed it over. They gave us the keys. They're like, here's the uptown. We didn't. We hadn't really been in there to look they around. Blueprints. There, we didn't. There was nothing. Like yeah. it took us in a strange feeling of like opening that door and just being like, okay. Yeah. It, it took yeah. us three months just to figure out what we had in terms of. It, the electric's broken up into four different electric counts and boxes. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, like, which box goes to what? You would think you would oh, call man. the electric company and they would tell you that. No. Nope. They won't. They'll tell you to figure it out and then call them back and tell you how you want them to proceed. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm not an electrician. And, and so everything from, like, to that, to the bathroom's work, to the pipes work, to the heat work, uh, the answer to most of those questions was no, you know? Uh, the good thing we have is that the, the building's in itself is in good shape. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's, a, it's at zero, right? So it, it's... The last owner got the, the walls down, got it to its shell, and now it's got to be built back up. Yeah. But um, and, and so not knowing what we had ahead of us, what uh, what really needed to be done, still it's it's something of something we're trying to work out. But um, the day by day progress has been great. Like you said, that that studio space, J.K. Lumber sponsored us, gave us all the you know the goods and supplies we needed to to flip that little room. Um, we did all the work. Brianna did most of it, you know, putting up walling, putting on the floors. We built a stage, um, and that's kind of our little center now where we're doing classes and, and, and running it out of there. The lobby will be open on its own in, in nice. January because of this grant. But um, it's uh, it, some days it feels like we've done a ton. Some days it, it, it uh, feels like we haven't done anything. Um, although we just we brought a cheat sheet. Uh, I don't know if you want to read it or we can read it to you later. Uh, for our last board meeting of the year last year, we, we printed out a uh, accomplishment list. I love of it. Things we have done this year. <laughs> give and a to give ourselves a pat on the back. <laughs> and uh, and cause, because because on a daily basis, it's just like, oh, okay, like I went in and like I like I made sure to flush all the toilets so the pipes don't freeze today. But like, there's not a lot else I did in terms of the theater. But like, when you look at the fact that we've only been here nine months, not to oh, yeah. blow our horn a little bit, it was um, really satisfying to kind of read yeah. what we've done this year well and another thing too that i think adjusted our plan or our expectations is the response that we got from people and mm -hmm. like so when we you know got the jewelry store flipped into like you know it was gonna sort of be like an office and maybe we would do some classes and sure. then we saw the response to the classes so we're like let's do more classes and then people were like can we start doing performances in here and so we're like sure we'll try and then before long we're like we need to find more space and that motivated like all right we got to get the lobby open like there's just was such a positive response and so I think that like when I think of it just in terms of the building itself which is like one of two things we're doing like one of yeah. two tracks like that is a little bit more like you know it's going to take time and mm. there's only so much we can do at once but in terms of an organization and what we're doing to bring mm. people together and offer programming and a creative hub for people that's moving along like as fast as we can let it like right. you know as fast as, as everyone else wants it to so faster even like that's we're, a lot we're, more satisfying <laughs> yeah we're to the point now where we're tapped out on my skill set so I, you know there's i don't i can't <laughs> teach anymore you know like oh, I, I don't know that much yeah but is. i mean so we're flying in my buddy from uh my buddy ryan is going to fly in from la right now you know yeah, last, yeah. last week he was working with bill lawrence who created scrubs and jason sudeikis and two SNL writers on a on a new pilot, nice. and he wrapped last week. And for the next six weeks, he's going to come out and teach a stand up class here. Nice, um, Christy yeah, Lanuza, who is uh, uh, involved locally and in, in into theater and has her own um, uh, business, uh, is one of our improv students and is going to come teach a class on uh, acting for kind of like 
junior high age kids. So as, as fast as we can now, we're, we're trying to identify people around here who have skills uh, in our wheelhouse that they want to share and trying to give them an opportunity to come in and, and share what they know and and uh, do some classes with us. Well, this is a good spot for me to plug the website because I will say I did go to the website today. It's uh, WTCANY.org. Did I get it right? UT. UT. W. God. We're in the radio. WTCANY. I'm going to link all this, by the way, folks. I'm going to post everything on Twitter. UTCANY.org. Again, yes. You can also go to savetheuptown.com. That makes it easier. It'll get you there to the same place. And um, all of our classes are enrolling now. They all start at the start yes. of the new year. Yes. yes. So and I saw you guys doing the improv, the stand-up classes for kids. Were you also doing like a creative writing course as well? I'd seen you sort we of We did about. Uh, two levels of yeah, sketch yeah. writing. Yeah, so we're, uh, we had a, a sketch level one class. It went really well. Yeah. We signed it up for, uh, we made a, a level two class, which is now, we just had our last uh, class of the semester or term, yes. whatever we're calling it, last night. But we got a group of really talented people who wrote some really funny sketches, and uh, we're going to shoot them now. We're going to make our own little nice. pilot for a digital sketch show that hopefully by you know January, February, we can have up to show people what oh, these people really have been cool, doing man. for the last See, couple weeks. It's yeah. funny because I know for a fact that you propositioned Kevin at a bar one night about why we don't come down to your improv classes. I'm going to make you, by the no, way. Yeah. And I, and I, I want to let you know. Why don't you? Uh, because I, I don't think that's how I phrased it. No, I know. I think I phrased it like, I will have you. I think. <laughs> yeah, I think you said something along those lines. No, no, I... And I just want to, it's it's mostly because I am a poor college grad student who takes classes on a lot of nights and my my life is terrible at the moment. Right? Give me another year oh, to clear. I mean that, in a, again, self-deprecating. I'm very sure. pleased. I just, you know, not to toot my own horn, I just made the dean's list. No, hey, fantastic. First time in my life. I know, after my, my tumultuous grade fall when I moved to New York City, <laughs> that was not a good time for college. Uh, no, but it, I think a lot of, like, it, it did make me... Like happy when my good friends Chris Mandry and Aaron Higgins, who spoke so highly of the work they did with you guys before they, again, had to go off in their separate ways, it made me like jealous when I was like watching to drive by on Tuesday night after class and see the lights on. I'm like, mm, in there doing that, you know what I mean? So you'll have us for something coming up. We'll we, get you, and you get us coming uh, down the road for sure. It's the, I'm, I've been hen hunting a little bit, right? The like sketch writing thing is the one that makes my brain. All right, tangle, well, that's going back on. Is, uh, yeah, that's going back on the the list. Soon. We'll talk. That's something you and I can have private discussions sure. about for hours. Absolutely. And end, so I, <laughs> I don't want to do all that here tonight. But I do want to discuss a little bit though this uh, community foundation grant you guys yes. won. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, for my sake, I know that Kate and Justin are very familiar with this process because yeah. Maine Utica has gone through this process yeah. before, and we've I've interviewed the Smith Market folks who won this a couple years back. But for you guys. Uh, explain to me, like I'm five a little bit, how did that process sort of start for you and how did you like, what did you guys have to set up when that went in? Um, we started, like we we were way ahead of ourselves because when we first were like here, we were like, let's meet with the community foundation and tell them about what we're doing. And they were like, that sounds great. Like what's your timeline and what's your, like we just didn't have anything figured out. Like we just wanted to have an early conversation. Sure. And then we just kept staying in touch with them and um working with, like, uh, people on our board and some of the other advisors that sure. we trust. We were like, well, we know we need to ask for something. We just have to figure out what exactly. And so it took a while just to figure out what exactly that would be. And when we started talking about getting the lobby fixed up, we knew that that would be a good place um, to focus our energy. Mm -hmm. And um, so then it was just a lot of... Uh, back and forth writing and getting the estimates we needed for the work mm -hmm. and writing the application. It's, that's it's all, a lot more 
It's like a lot of like conversation. It's not just like, so by the time you're like applying, you're like, so we all agree this is like a good, like, you know, you know, it's not like you just do it blind. Well, and I'm curious about it because, you know, I I work with like high school kids. That's my, my day to day job. And like, it concerns me sometimes the way that they interact with people, whether or not they have, they are learning those sort of skills, that ability to like have conversations with people and like talk about business plans and have real Mm -hmm. ideas. And Mm -hmm. I... And I wonder if we were, like, under-teaching that to my kids. I'm just sort of curious about the way you guys handled it. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't think I ever learned it in high school. Yeah. And I'm a good several decades out. <laughs> and I'm just now, like, sometimes imp- impressed with myself that I have just, like, fumbled my way through some sort of interaction like that. And then I get in the car and I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think everyone will learn it eventually. I mean, you can try to teach them. <laughs> that's actually, that's always my problem. I think I'm one of those kind of like, uh, I, I always thought of myself as a creative type guy. When I was playing in bands, I was like, I'll write the songs and I'll, I'll sing them, uh-huh. but you guys got to book the shows. Yeah. I, don't, I don't want, I can't call people and be like, oh, what day? Hang on. Where's my calendar? Cause my brain yeah. would explode. I think I, and is there like, do you guys feel like you, when you like approach a problem, do you guys look at it like who, how are we going to handle this from like a team standpoint? Like who's best at what kind of thing? Or does Devin just like make you do everything? <laughs> Uh, well, both. We have that conversation, <laughs> and then we realize that Brianna's the one to do anything that, result, that involves any kind of brain power. So, uh, no, the truth is we have a, um, it, it generally does come down that way, right? Yeah. Like, I, I fancy myself a creative, and then when I get to, like, having to schedule stuff, I'm like, eh, you can't talk to people. <laughs> I teach classes on communication, but like, I, I don't want to talk to anyone. But, um <laughs> But we've we've got a you know a good a really great board who we've built out this year um, a really great executive committee and and um, I'm really excited with the people we brought on to help us because it's um, it's really just made life a lot yeah. easier and being able to yeah. delegate to people who know what they're doing. Yeah, I think it still usually will fall like the most of the work will still fall to either me or Devin to do. Um, you know, occasionally someone will volunteer and take something here or there and that's always great. But otherwise, even just like talking it through and being like, okay, like here's the steps. Like we've come up with the plan. You have to do it now. But like, you know, so that's been a lot of the, what the people on our team do. But I think that like, if you are a creative person, you still have to be your own, um, advocate and agent. Yeah. Cause (laughs) (laughs) if you let everyone else do it, they'll. Yeah, it's one of those things like suits them. <laughs> well, I'll tell the kids all the time. I was like, look, no one's gonna care except you. If you want to do something, and you gotta like, you almost have to teach them to sort of like want to do it themselves yeah. because no one's gonna like hold their hands for it. Although I end up holding their hands through a lot of it. But I'm like, listen, when you get to jobs, I'm not gonna do this for you. I'm like, come, yeah. on, come on, kids. Um, so I want to talk just very quickly. Uh, I know you've pitched me numerous times about doing a live podcast yeah. from uh, from your space, and I know that we've I've been positive about it in the past. I still think we should do it. Good. I don't believe we're going to be able to do it before the new year. I know we. Uh, well, that's only in like a week. We're free I know. tomorrow. Well, because we, I know because we talked about it at the Thanksgiving event, and I think I was like, "Yeah, dude, let's do it before the end of the year." And I'm like, "No." Nah, I know. But I told you I was like a t- I'm a two on Christmas prep. <laughs> so in terms of programming things, man. And, and I hate to speculate on the air, but I was thinking about this, and we can okay. you know, talk about it off the air. But I know my uh, my good friend who works over the Stanley Jerry Krause, who's been a big part of this community for oh, like yeah. damn near 20, 30 years, is retiring yeah. in March. So maybe if I can reach out to him. 
he might be a good potential person to interview live. Yeah, Just my thoughts. No, I think that's a good one. Yeah, maybe if the listeners have any thoughts about that, they can throw that back at me. It's a lot of promises to make to the listeners. I make lots of false promises to everybody. I've promised okay. numerous Liverpool titles. I promised the Yankees were going to beat the Red Sox <laughs> last year. I make a lot of promises. <laughs> Making sure none of it carries any weight. No, you know what? That's the Justin Parkinson technique. Technique. We watch. He'll like watch Monday Night Raw. We'll watch wrestling, and then he'll run through every single scenario. This guy's going to turn heel and beat up the other guy. No, wait, no, he's going to jump the ref. No, the ref's the bad guy. And then something will happen. He's like, see, I called it. I'm like, you called everything. You called all counts. Everyone can do that. Um, so, it's been nine months. It's very cold outside. Yeah. Are you missing West Coast Christmas today? <laughs> like, just in, just because of the cold. No, not West Coast Christmas. And no. it's like West Coast regular Tuesday. Regular Tuesday. <laughs> now you're yeah. feeling it. Yeah. <laughs> The cold is tough here. This is like, this is weird. I'm surprised we don't have any snow in the way that we've had the last few years. Yeah, we got hit really early and then it kind of tapered off. I, I'm one of those advocates for like snow on Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. But like then none ever. Again. Yeah, that's about <laughs> the only time I want it. I think it's it's better with snow. Like the days it where it's been like snow. that like snow globe snow outside, it's yeah, like yeah. you don't notice the cold as much because it's kind of like no. enchanting. But when it's just like cold and gray and wind, like windy, you're like, oh, this is ugh. I could <laughs> there's be, nothing good happening. I could be totally wrong here, but I believe there's a scientific like reasoning that when it, because when the snow comes down, it breaks that precipitation. It mm-hmm. actually, it does actually break down on the cold. It does make it a little bit warmer once it starts to snow. I, someone correct me on the internet. I believe there's some science behind that. I'll have to do okay. some research. Yeah. Well, as you can tell, though, I'm still wearing my coat inside, so it's cold. Enough, it's my cold blood hasn't too. really thickened yet. I am a early stage, 90 year old man. So like, I wake up in the morning and go. Nah, I'm not turning the thermometer on today. I'm not even going to be here all day. I'll wait till I come home. So I'm yeah. sorry that it's like 30 degrees below no, it's zero. Just, I, I'm always cold. She time. sleeps in this jacket. It's Is it, <laughs> my actually my aunt just came up from Jacksonville, Florida, and like the whole time she was like three parkas mm-hmm. on. I'm like, all right, we get it, we get it. We're at my mom's house. It's 72 degrees in my mom's house. I'm like, all right, come on. Uh, all right, so I haven't done this in a long time. Oh right, well, first off, one last time, utcany.org. Uh, is there like a timeline for signups for your next round of classes? Are you guys currently in stages between stuff? Or? Sign up now. We sign up uh, now. Uh, uh, signups for the next session are open. They all they all start the first or second week of January. Yeah, they, nice. They uh, start like the eighth, ninth, tenth. Well, depending on the very class. cool. It's that week. Very nice. So again, check out the website. By the way, I don't know who did your mm-hmm. website. It's very nice. Thank you, Brianna. Did it? You did it. Only part of it. It's very smooth. <laughs> it's got a really nice, sharp look. Uh, I'll have to give Justin Parkins in a hard time. I'm like, how come my website isn't very good? No, I'm just teasing it. We got some work to do on it, but she, we did a great and job. And you actually have to fix that one thing. Yeah, there's a lot of bad stuff. So I wanted to bring back a game. We used to play a game called Overrated Underrated on this show. Okay. Um, and we haven't done it in a long time. But because it's our Christmas episode, and because uh, you guys do own one of the famous local theaters in South Utica, <laughs> uh, I pulled up 12 famous Christmas movies. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to... Uh, give them out to you guys, and you are going to let me know if you think they are overrated or underrated. Are you prepared for this? And if you haven't seen it, you can let me know as well. But I feel like these are okay. pretty common. Yeah. All right. I feel like I'm going to have an opinion either way. Overrated or underrated? Overrated or okay. underrated. All right. Okay. 1946. This one has a 93% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Jimmy Stewart, It's a Wonderful Life, the classic Christmas movie. Overrated or underrated? Oh, um, way overrated. Yeah. Interesting. Rate, just rated. <laughs> Just rated. That's that's I think a very... it's got the right amount. <laughs> I 
Go ahead. You seem like you have a hot it's take a, on it. It's a great movie, and I love Jimmy Stewart. And just the other night, I was trying like. to find it, because I'm like, I just want to watch Jimmy Stewart, like, run around and be like, well, why do we have so many damn kids? And, like, knock the <laughs> post off the, the, um, the stairway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, it's like... I don't know. I feel like somebody told me about that movie when I was 15, and they're like, it's a Christmas classic, and you have to watch it all the time. I'm like, yeah, this movie isn't very good. I have to tell you, I watched it not too long ago, and I tried to just really, just like, yeah, it's a wonderful life. Jimmy Stewart, Capra, it's gotta be. And I was like, God, this is a depressing movie. Up yeah. until the last five minutes, you're like, is this guy gonna like, kill himself? Yeah. Like, this is a really downer. And then, like, the last five minutes are very, he's running through the street, waving everything. But I mean, that's how it starts out. He's up on the bridge, he's gonna yeah, jump off the bridge, a, yeah. It's like, this is a Christmas movie? You guys are complaining about Die Hard, but this is a Christmas movie? All right, um, all right so let's move it forward in time. 2003, 83% on Rotten Tomatoes, Will Ferrell. Elf, I'm playing this for my kids tomorrow in school. Overrated, mm. underrated. Um, I, I keep wanting to say rated. <laughs> That's not an answer. You I, gotta pick one. Know, you just said it. It's underrated. <laughs> that is a modern classic. I think but it's, I think people like it so much, and it got its own musical. Like People have paid attention. Musical. The musical's so overrated. The musical's garbage. I've never actually seen the musical. Don't. It's so. not good. I remember when it was on Broadway, and I was in New York, and I walked past the theater, and I was like, I think that was my whole opinion of it. I was like... Right, then if I have to say, I'll say underrated. Underrated. Because. I do think it's the most recent movie. So 2003, I could think it's like a Christmas movie that mm-hmm. sort of stuck around. Yeah. And we'll get to another one in a minute that I think we'll sort of... We'll, we'll get to in a second. Okay. Uh, okay, this is a good one. 1983. 89% they show it all day long. A Christmas story. The Bumpus Hounds. Um, the BB Gun. Um, no. Overrated. Overrated. I think that's... I gotta go with overrated. Yeah. I don't... It doesn't I hold like up. I like it. I appreciate it because I used to watch it all the time as a kid. But I've, I've shown it to my nieces and nephews and they they don't they don't care at all. Yeah. No, I, they didn't buy it. It, uh... If they didn't show it all the time, I would change my answer. But the fact that they've decided that for, like, two weeks before Christmas they have to play it 24 hours and you just catch it randomly in the middle for, like, three weeks, it's just too much. I... What I do <laughs> like... Sometimes is if it's on Christmas, right? And I'm flipping through the channels. I'll give it like ten minutes, especially if it's the dad. I like anything oh, yeah. with the dad. He's mm-hmm. a good curmudgeon. And then also when Santa kicks the kid in the face on the slide, that yeah. part, the you'll shoot your eye out kid part is amazing. Mm-hmm. All right, modern, more modern, 1993, 95 percent rating, very high. Uh, a nightmare before Christmas. Uh, overrated. Overrated. It's gotten overrated. It's a very good movie, but I don't. I don't know. I could not see it again. And I'm, I'll I tell you this. The last time I've never seen it. seen it. You've never seen it? No, but I'll tell you it's overrated. I feel like it's a Halloween movie. It is kind of a Halloween. <laughs> again, I took all these movies from the Rotten Tomatoes list yeah. of Christmas yeah, movies. I know, so. like, I know what there is Christmas, but like the only song I know from it is like, this, this is, is Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> and it's creepy and Halloween-ish. It's sort of, because like, Teenagers and preteens are kind of morbid, and they like like spooky stuff. Yeah, now I've noticed the appeal. My niece and nephew are sort of in on this now. They're like, it's like a spooky Christmas movie. But yeah. I, I don't know. I I see more like seeing kids wearing t-shirts than I do like little kids liking this movie. So I'll I'll, I'll jump with you on overrated on this. Okay. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be offended if you guys pick the wrong answer on this oh, one no. though. 84 percent Gremlins. Oh. Um... <laughs> It's overrated. Underrated. Thank you. <laughs> Especially as a Christmas movie. <laughs> so you don't like it. Why? What's up with it? I, well, I never watched it when I was little, so maybe I don't 
But then Devin like made us watch it, and I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of dark. Like it's dark. It's a it's dark. It's not movie. like a pleasant Christmas movie. Like I, I, I think Christmas movies shouldn't be like a something Christmas movie, like a dark or a scary or they should just be a Christmas. Movie. And you know, so that's going to be the take that I feel like gets the most traction in this whole podcast. Like know. I'm gonna, you're gonna get a lot of people who are gonna defend that take for you. The um, I'm you right now, <laughs> Gremlins two severely underrated. So that's not a Christmas movie at all. And I'm nope. glad you said it, but that's like a straight up we're making a satire. Yeah. Have um, you seen the Key and Peele sketch about Gremlins 2? No. I'll show it to you after this. It is okay. good. I um, like the Gremlins 2 sketch. Better than Gremlins 2. There's a really cool <laughs> fact I have about Gremlins 2 that I read somewhere. Joe Dante, the guy who directed the first Gremlins, got sort of strong-armed in directing Gremlins 2. He didn't really want to do it, but it made a lot of money in the studio, like, you know, made him do it. So years later, they do the commentary for the DVD, and he does the commentary, and his opening line is just... Welcome to the most unnecessary of sequels. And then he dives into this whole thing where he just talks about how he never should have made this movie. And then he's like, well, if I'm going to make it, I'm just going to make this outrageous yeah. film. And I do think that movie is weirdly underrated now. It's yeah. like a really funny movie. Uh, but not a Christmas movie. Certainly not. Uh, this one, I, all right, 1994. Uh, 74%. So now we're getting in sort of weird territory. The oh. Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Oh. Santa Claus dies and Tim Allen takes Overrated. Over. Never seen it. Nor will I ever. I don't think I've ever seen it. That's everything with Tim Allen is overrated. Even home, even home improvement. Oh, period. Yes. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, oh, Stunning. Grunt. Grunt. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. You can go grunt. Yeah. yeah. I will I've say. I've never seen it, but I don't feel good about it. No. It's it. I remember watching it a lot as a kid, and it it was it was the right time for me. So let me right. let me think the about this. Nineteen ninety four, which means I was. It's a good eight-year-old movie, now that I'm like going back in hindsight. Yes. All right. All right. Well, For eight-year-olds, it's okay. 1964, 95%. Claymation, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I mean, this is a good one that's just rated. I, I think it's like. just perfect. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's a classic, right? Like it's, so now it's a category. That's how I, think, I think you... I'm going to give you credit for rating that one, so I think that's fair. Gets, the, gets the right amount of praise. Unless you think it's overrated. Unless you want to be the person uh, who says that. Here's what I'll say about it. What? It doesn't hold up. No. Like, and, and I'm not one of these uh, easy-to-offend snowflakes, but, yeah, like, yeah. they, like, bully the shit out of Rudolph. Yes. Even Santa, like, when he's born, is like, you little asshole, yes. why do you have a light-up Yo, nose? That's a great call, because Santa's kind of a dick for yeah. the first, like, 30 minutes of that movie. You're like, wow, like, thin Santa is a jerk. And then he gets fat and nice at the end. And I was like, is that, I wonder where that's supposed to be. And, like, yeah, like Rudolph's parents don't accept him. In a, a weird way now that it didn't they, like, me out tape before. over his nose so nobody can see it. What's and then it a... falls off and he's shamed there then. Is, there is one perfect uh, character in that movie for me, and that is Yukon Cornelius. I have really, like, personally uh... taken a bit, he's the silver and gold guy with the pickaxe. Yeah. Yeah, he should have his own Christmas special. <laughs> And I like the big abominable snowman. Oh, never oh listen, that's me. my. Uh, I, I came very close to buying a fifteen-foot inflatable abominable <laughs> did you, snowman. Did she talk you out of that one? No, he talked uh, himself out. Talked himself. <laughs> listen, <laughs> he, he, went that, away, he went like, to that like home store, and he just like sent me. I was like at work, and he's just sending me pictures every two minutes of like. It's my new favorite like store. That, oh, what yeah. is that called? Living. Uh, I know you're called home something. Yeah, home commercial drive. Yeah, talking about. But you want a stool? They got like fifteen versions of it. Yeah. And they had uh, a 15 foot tall abominable snowman for $150. Uh, I'm going to skip Charlie Brown Christmas under the same pretense that it, it kind of is what it is, unless you have an issue with it. I'd call it overrated. I think all those Charlie Brown things, as sweet and classic as they are, are just like boring and depressing as shit. Uh, Justin Parkinson from Mini Utica is a big time stand for anything peanuts. Charlie Brown peanuts. So he, he I'm going to let him know you said that. I like, I don't know. I like it a lot, though. 
Because I like the little dancing scene. The Christmas one's the best. The one. music and I like is the, the music's fantastic. Oh, I, I mean, like talk, when there's yeah. I like when they're ice skating with the snowflakes. Yeah. The music I'd is incredible. Still say just rated. The uh, that's a yeah. I'll I give think, you rated. I think it's when it's that time tested. It's. It just shakes out. I will say the soundtrack <laughs> is maybe the greatest Christmas album yeah, of all time. Yeah, we do listen to it's that. It's a great one. If I actually, I know people who have it on like vinyl, and it's a great Christmas party. Like if you're yeah. a pretentious vinyl snob like yeah. me, yeah, yeah, good stuff. Good to know. <laughs> okay. Uh, mm-hmm. On this day, oh, sorry, this day, uh, 94. This is a weird one. You may not have seen it. Dennis Leary, 72% the ref. The Dennis ref. Leary is a burglar who breaks into Kevin Spacey's house on Christmas and <laughs> ends up playing marriage counselor to him and his wife. Wow. It's a vaguely Christmas movie. Underrated. <laughs> Have you ever seen this one? No, I don't. I don't remember if I've ever even heard of it. It's this is like my sister's one of my sister's favorite Christmas movies. Uh, besides the obviously national. What movie. year was it? Uh, nineteen ninety four. Yeah, so like nineteen ninety five, I rented that movie from Video to Roll. Ref. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good one. Yeah, Video to Roll. He, yeah, yeah. He he like uh, robs a house, right? Like he breaks. He's in. a bur- He's a cat yeah. burglar. He breaks into the house, and Kevin. Sp- I forget who Kevin Spacey's married to. It's like it's not like Catherine O'Hara, but it might be. It's someone like that. It's someone like that. Why and- does he stay? I forget why he stays, but he's like they're having a dinner party, and okay. he like kidnaps them. Oh. But then he can't. It's super. It's a really like a weird okay. capery kind of movie, but it's really worth it just for Dennis Leary. Uh, and Kevin Spacey and I think Catherine O'Hara doing their like three way back and forth. It's really right. it's really funny. It's like top level Dennis Leary when I, I kinda I feel like he's sort of didn't age well either. <laughs> uh, we sort of talked about National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I feel like this is the single best Christmas movie. Anyone wanna disagree with me on that? Never. That's a Kevin no. Kevin made me say that that's like number one. It, it's 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 number one with a bullet and there's no like Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, I think it's the best. If I don't, this is the one movie I feel like I need to watch every Christmas. Is, yeah, is it's flawless. It's, it like, really it's just so goddamn good. I it's like be- it more now as an adult. Oh yeah, it's better than the actual original movie Vacation. That's the other oh movie. for sure. Yeah. Uh, this one here, here we go. This one only has sixty three percent. Nineteen ninety, Macaulay Culkin, Home Alone. It's sort of a Christmas movie, I guess. Oh, I would call it a Christmas it's movie Christmas for sure. Day. Yeah, Christmas Eve. Why is I'm surprised it's rated so low. I don't think that I. I don't know if it's a good movie. What's their percentage? Sixty-three. This I would say by the number, I would say that's underrated. It in general, I don't know, but for that sixty, I think that's low. I haven't watched Home Alone in a long time. I know like the general beats of it. I've watched it a billion times when I was a kid. I don't know if it's necessarily a good movie, right? Like it's it, it's got scenes that I remember. It, I don't. It's just been such a long time. I, I guess. Well, Watch it again. You should rewatch Let's it. Watch it right now. You want to watch it? Right? Yeah. Press pause. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pause. Come back. It was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll edit that in in post. Um, no. I sixty three seems really low though. That seems low yeah, for that. If, that's a classic movie. I'm that, I mean, that's for that. Yeah. yeah. Is that John Hughes? Do you write that? I think it is. I think he's associated somehow. And if he didn't direct it, I feel like he wrote it or something. I think it's got to be John Hughes. Yes, it is John Hughes. And then I'll ask the most controversial of all Christmas movies, 1988. It has a 93% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. But is it a Christmas movie? Die Hard. The ultimate Christmas movie question (laughs) that everyone has. Did we ever watch that? I mean, I've watched it. I don't know if we ever watched it together at Christmas. Um, I feel like I watched it with you. I don't think it held my attention in the least for mm. even okay. a few minutes. That's fair. So I'm going to probably have to go with overrated. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think it's an underrated action movie, but it might be an overrated Christmas movie. 
Yes, that's a good way to put it. Like, Die Hard's a solid movie. Do you know what Die Hard is? It's the original Halloween. Right. You go back and you watch it and you go, I've seen all this already. Well, yeah, because this is the first one that did it. So it right. doesn't seem as cliche uh, when you first... Like, right. If you watched it, yeah, if you watched it in 1988, you're like, wow, this is crazy, and now it seems a little tame. Yeah, it's like when kids were like, I don't, I don't get the Beatles. Like, it just sounds like, yeah, before this, it was like yeah. big band. Yeah, there was nothing, yeah. yeah. Elter Skelter was the first distortion song. Right. That's what it sounded like, man. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, thank so you So I'll give it that, but I'll also say overrated. Yeah. You think so? I, I think overrated. as a movie, it's overrated. Do you know those like movies that you feel like people are just saying they like them because it sounds good to say they like them? You think them? Die Hard's one of those kind of movies? I think it might be, at least a little. Mm, I, that hurts me a little bit just because I feel like I love Carl Winslow playing well, a cop. I'm not saying Reginald you can't like him no, no, no. sincerely. No, know, I'm saying I, I think some people, like ones that buy like t-shirts with Die Hard sayings, I'm not convinced yeah. they like it as much as that's the t-shirt fair. would imply. Uh, I would say, that's a fair, no, that's a fair point. I think <laughs> that, I also think that people just like to have the, is Die Hard a Christmas movie argument in the right. same way they like to have the, is a hot dog a sandwich argument, which I, I don't care. No, I don't I think don't, it is. I don't know. Oh, it's absolutely not. It's, I don't think it's a sandwich. It's a hot it's dog. A hot like, hey, I don't care, but no, no <laughs> one's going to make the case to me that a hot dog is it's a sandwich. Like a Your answer right there is why this thing still exists, though. Right. Because people always go, I don't care either way, but it's one or the other. Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> Wait, so what if, so is Die Hard a Christmas movie? No one knows. No one can agree on it. No one can say. Has, it takes has, place at Christmas. Bruce takes, Willis kind of weighed in on it? I don't know. I'd have to look up at the internet. Because I also watched Bruce Willis do damn near anything. I did not watch him remake, uh, was that Charles Bronson movie he just remade this year? Oh, no, I wouldn't watch that. You're right, I wouldn't watch <laughs> him do a lot of things. That's true. Uh, so, guys, I've kept you here longer than I expected. We're at about 40 minutes. Do you guys have a few minutes more for yeah, some quick lightning need. round questions before we go? Okay. Are you going to fall asleep if I... Uh... Do I look that sleepy? I'm you sorry, I'm day. just always tired. You, she you has a day job, by the way. a long day and a day job in children. Uh, I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah, she's got two kids in a day job. There's nothing that I just like to wakes hassle. me up anymore. I, just, I don't blame you. This, I swear <laughs> to God, I was talking about this with my boss last week, which is like this two-week stretch before like the holidays. It's hard. Yeah. It's so hard to drag yourself. I set like five alarms for the last two weeks, and I'm like sleeping through the first three, and I'm <laughs> dragging myself out at five. I'm like, come on, you gotta yeah. go to work. Let's it's go. It's also hard to like do the things that people tell you to. They're like, oh, are you feeling tired? Like, cut back on caffeine and alcohol. Like, How does that work? Drink more water and eat better and exercise. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. What I just time? said I was tired. I don't want to do all that. <laughs> you just let ruin me be my tired. Life. <laughs> well, I'll give you some lightweight, uh, okay. some lightning round questions, <laughs> and then uh, I'll do a quick Christmas thing with you guys. Sure. Um, so I'll just sort of, I'll give you guys an open question. You guys can both jump in on it. What's the worst job either of you's ever had? Um, sometimes I would do like catering gigs and it was awful. Really? I was on the being okay gig actually. There were some parts that were interesting because you got to be like, you could like trick yourself into feeling like you were at the cool party you right, were at. Right, right. But then they'd be like, take this tray and you would walk through the room and pe- people would basically just like put their like napkins, cups and you were like, yeah. I am a garbage can. Yeah. I am walking okay. around being yeah, a garbage yeah, yeah. can. This kind of sucks. I just assume <laughs> that it's like the show party down. That's all I assume. It's like just catering. It kind of was, yeah. but like all the people you work with are just like mean and you don't want to talk to them. So. That makes sense. <laughs> My best job was at a catering company. Really? Yeah, I used to work at the Lewis House up in uh, uh, Westmoreland. Okay. Like when I was in wow. college, yeah, it was great. It was a fantastic job. My worst job? I don't know. I uh, one summer in uh, in college, like I, I stayed on campus for the summer and like joined like the grounds crew, or whatever. And my very first day, it was pouring rain, and they sent me outside in the rain. There's like a pile of like just like broken down 
bunk beds oh, in the dorm room. <laughs> they're like, put all those in the dumpster. Like, there were hundreds of them. God. In the pouring rain. And so I did it for like an hour, and then I think I just went back to my dorm and never went back. <laughs> uh, I used to work at a call center, like, for, let's call it, uh, let's call it Verizon Wireless. Uh, oh, shit. Well, anyway, I worked, sorry, for, I, uh, anyway. I worked for my mental. Yeah, and I... That was uh, actually a really bad one, too. I sat in a cubicle and answered cell phone calls about people. This was, like, in the early era of, like, cell phones. Like, people still had... We were selling Motorola razors, so I don't know what time period that was, but there you go. And people were, like, just call and complain about, like, my kid had, like, 9,000 text messages and it cost me $800,000. I'm like, all right, well... I can backtrack your plan and put uh, unlimited text messages on it, but it cost you fifty bucks. It was all it, I hated it. I uh, yeah, I did the same thing for uh, MetLife, which was uh, oh. dental insurance oh, benefits. God. So I would sit there and wait for doctors' offices to call in and check like what people could have done on that visit. And uh, for the most part, it was really easy. But like sometimes, like they give me a hard time, and I just like hang up on them and pretend that you're like I don't care enough yeah. about this so I just hang up and be like hello hello are you there are you there I'm like oh I guess they're not there and then like I did that so often that the boss is like your call time average is so good like we should make you full time because I was a temp and I was I, like no I quit the fact I, I swear to god like I, I don't I talk about the crummy insurance job I had on this show all the time it's easily the worst job I ever had I can't confirm or deny that it was MetLife or not uh, but I used to work life insurance and it was just like hi my significant other died. I have this piece of paper. What now? That was my job for like six months. I was like, nah, this oh, is... Geez. I think you win. This is, yeah, that that's was, pretty bad. But even just that idea, like just being stuck in that thing, that was the one that got me. Just being in that... The cubicle, cubicle crushes I, you. I, 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 cr- I respect the people who like made a living doing it. It was good money. And if you can... If you're good at it, like, yeah. salute. I, I, was not, <laughs> I was not good at it. What's the most embarrassing phase, generally fashion-wise or trending-wise, you remember going through as a youth? Or as a youth? Uh, probably somewhere in, like, sophomore or junior year of high school. I think I just couldn't figure out what I was doing. Okay. And there was another time where, like, my mom got all these, like hand-me-down sweaters from someone she worked with from her daughter, but her daughter was, like, a couple sizes bigger than me, but I was trying to make the sweaters work, so I was just, like, in these giant sweaters. That was a good look in the 90s, that I have a big, giant sweater, I feel like. You could rock that. I don't... I'm not convinced it worked, but... (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. That's the only thing I can really think of at the moment. I think my worst fashion period was was probably in in college, where I started... uh, it, it was like Did you a, pop your collars. No, no, it wasn't that. It was it wasn't that bad. It was a weird combination of like Herb Phillipsons and oh, yeah. Hot Topic, right? Mm, like interesting. I would, yeah, like I would rock okay. like a like a Dickies like construction <laughs> coat and jeans yeah. and work boots, but then like a like a silk red like a bowling shirt with dragons yeah. on it and a oh, and a wallet chain. There's a lot and, going and on. And then there. bleached my hair when I had it blonde. Like it was a lot going on. Is that what he looked like when you met him? No. no, I didn't have hair. No hair. <laughs> I feel like uh, the Dickies thing was definitely something that existed here. I definitely had a pair of Dickies shorts, yeah. which the punk rocker kids were wearing for a while. We're like, yeah, the Dickies shorts. That was a big deal. And the wallet chain was a thing for a very specific period of time. And I remember my cousin had it. Yeah. I was like, that's cool. It was right when Swingers came out. Yeah. I had a wallet. Oh, yeah. I had a wallet. And then I had a wallet that was connected <laughs> to the wallet chain that I didn't actually use in a wallet. I just put it in my back pocket so I could have the chain. Yeah, yeah. And then I just had my, <laughs> my wallet in another pocket. It was ridiculous. That's a cl- that was like when I had fake glasses with no lenses in them. So yeah. It was very much like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
And I'll give. I guess uh, give me one uh, book, movie, uh, book, album, movie, or show you guys are currently reading, listening to, or watching. What? Book. <laughs> I can't think of album. Anything. Am I reading a book? I'm definitely not reading any books. <laughs> no shows you guys are watching. No movies you guys have seen. Um, no. You guys are probably too busy for all that now with kids. Probably watching all the kids stuff. I'm gonna binge it. I just started watching Maniac on Netflix. Oh, that's the that's Emma Stone and Jonah Hill, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I've heard mixed. I'm mixed on it. Yeah, I started off really strong, and now there's one left or <laughs> yeah. two left. Oh, you know what I really love that I'm still watching is uh, Escape at uh, Danamora, the uh, yeah, the yeah, prison escape from okay. up north. Ben Stiller directed a six part yeah. series. It's on Showtime. Oh, Patricia Arquette, uh, Benicio like del Toro, yeah. and and Paul Dano. Just last week on Sunday in the episode, like she had a sweatshirt on that uh, read uh, "Bearing It in Utica." Yeah. Was, was yes. Like, Yes, yes, yes. I think we you put that on Twitter. Someone put that on. Someone Twitter. put it on Someone Twitter. Put it on yeah. Twitter yeah. But yeah. I'm I'm really enjoying that. Is is uh, um, uh, I'm re- very into true crime right now. I'll, I'll yeah. tease that and talk to you, you about making it a murderer? afterwards. You watching that too? I watch Making a Murderer. Um, I watch it. So I I thought of something. I oh, yeah. am listening to which is my favorite murder podcast. Podcast. Nice, nice. Is that is that the name of it? My favorite murder. Yeah, look it's it like a comedy podcast. Oh. About yes. real murders. Yes. But it's just interesting to listen. The The co-hosts are great, and they're very funny, and I, the their reactions as they're telling each other these stories about murders are like, they're like how, I feel like I would react if they invited me on their show. And uh, I rewatched The Office recently, oh, which dude. is really good. We just talked about this on the podcast yesterday, last week, yeah. actually, and I was watching The Office when you guys came in. I read somewhere, it's the, it's the number one stream thing on Netflix by... Like an insane margin. Really? It's not even close. Yeah. Like it's it's the office right. and there's a big gap and there's that new Sabrina show right. that all yeah, the yeah. kids are watching and then I think friends. I will watch and, Sabrina. and that's it. It's like the my kids are addicted to it. They apparently it's very creepy and gothy. I will watch that. They all watch Riverdale too, which is I think I wanna watch that too. <laughs> I heard it was okay. I've heard it was okay. You people, found her wheelhouse. So people <laughs> seem to like those things. But yeah, we rewatched the office and um I didn't I liked it more than I remembered liking it, and I appreciated it differently. And then I rewatched Parks and Rec, which I always thought I liked more than The Office, but now I think I've switched. Oh, uh, you're gonna make Justin Parkinson very happy. Me and him have this I've, argument I've switched all the a time. Bit. Yeah, I was always on the Parks and Rec train. I am rewatching The Office now, and I will say this is about the fifth time I've gone through The Office. I'm oh, just because uh-huh. I, I put it on a lot for like if I'm doing stuff around mm-hmm. the house. It's a really perfect good, like background show. No. This is the first time I'm kind of hopping around episodes. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I did actually just skip over the two-part one where Pam and Jim, like, have their baby. Because I'm like, I can't yeah, do another to see that. two-part episode all over again. It's just... Maybe. It's still it's still probably, like, one of the top yeah. three shows I've watched in terms of, like, how many... It's that and The Sopranos in terms of times I've mm-hmm. watched them at this point in time. Uh, let me, uh, real quickly, I know we talked a little bit about this. I know you guys got some, you got kids, they're six and four. I just a little parent corner for you guys. Mm-hmm. I doubt they're going to listen to this. Six and four, how many more years do you guys think you have of Santa Claus? <laughs> I was just thinking that today. I think it's very few. I think so. Because it's I few. think Oscar is getting very suspicious. And here's the other thing. I didn't realize this until now when I'm watching Christmas movies with him mm-hmm. that so many of them are like the entire theme is like whether or not you believe in Santa. And it's like, well, you know, <laughs> if you keep saying, if you keep making like a thing, it's only a matter of time before you're like, why is everyone talking about whether or not Santa's real? Maybe yeah. he's not real. No, it's a great Stop point. Stop bringing honestly. it up. I was talking about this with my kid yesterday because I, 
even the movie Gremlins, there's a sequence in Gremlins that pretty much explains that Santa Claus isn't real. And it's just like, and I always thought about it as a kid. I watched that as a kid and just like, it must have just like, I was like, whatever, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I don't remember any particular moment when someone, when I just didn't believe. Yeah, what I, assu- I don't remember either. What I assume happened is that I was in school somewhere, right? In like, who knows when. And I was like, hey, what do you guys ask Santa for Christmas? And one of my friends went, there's no Santa. Did you think there was a Santa? And I went, no. I was just kidding. Right? That's probably how it went. That's how I, and I don't think that's how it goes for kids now. I think that, like, they just go on the internet. Right. Like, you know what I mean? They Figure it out. Google is yeah. Santa real. I remember I found out, like, on Christmas Day. Really? I don't remember the circumstances. I'll have to ask. But I remember, like, it was, like, the morning, and, I, like, something was up. And finally my mom was like, all right, but, like, don't tell your sisters. Yeah. And also, like, don't tell a lot of people because, like, someone who lives next door who's, like, three years older than you yeah. still does. So, like... That's a conversation you guys will have to have with... Is Oscar's the oldest? Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, my, my niece is the oldest and she's, like, 13 and she is really... Like, she wants to spoil it for my nephew. I can Aww. tell she does. I'm like, don't do it. Like, just to be cool. We had our first yeah. crack this week. I feel like next year we'll be there. Th- this I'm... week I bought a couple things for the boys and uh, I left them actually in their car seats and then moved the bag to the back of our van before. Yeah. But then, like, a couple things had fallen out as we were getting into the car for uh, for school in the morning. And he was like, what's that? And I kind of, like, threw it in the back. I'm yeah. like, nothing, you didn't see it. But, like, now he's like, ah. Like, and then he, I saw him, like, looking around oh. after school. He knows, like, he knows the Santas are not real Santas. Right. And so I, he's not even falling a little for that. Well, that's the other thing that the movies do. And we sort of talked about that saying, you know, they, they, a lot of these movies sort of spoil this. A lot of the movies also do the thing where they're, like, they sort of talk about how mall Santas are. Like, oh, these are Santas, like, subsidiaries. These right, satellite yeah. Santas. You know what I mean? Like, uh so I think there's also part of it, like, the more you talk about it, like, even movie Elf, like, mm-hmm. the whole point of the movie is the kid doesn't believe in Santa right. by the end. He's like, no, no, there is a real Santa, it's me. It's like, I don't know, you know what I mean? Like, so I think, it's weird the way you gotta, I don't know. I don't mind the Santa discussion. I hope you guys aren't doing the Elf on the Shelf. We are doing it. Why? Sort of. Is this your fault? No, wait, listen. <laughs> wait, this isn't fair, because I wasn't even gonna bring it out this year. Mm. And then I got home from work one day, and it had... It. Emerged. They were asking for it. You can't set it. Like been doing it for years. No, I, and I I'm, and I, I I'm not trying to. I wasn't trying to blame you because I honestly think that now that the kids are in on it, because other kids at school probably do it, and they go, "Well, how come the other kids have Elf on the Shelf? We don't have Elf on the Shelf." Yeah. That's like the. It's that's insane to me. Too. It's insane to me. I didn't know what it was until a few years ago, and then I like it was one of those things I had never heard of it, and then I couldn't not hear about it, and then Bree like brought it home one day and put it in play and I was just like no that's like the next seven years my mom did it for my sisters like she bought it for my niece and nephew the first year and it, my mom was like good at stuff like this so it was really cute and stuff and then I think my sister's already like I, she's like I'm just she's like I told the kids it was me she's like I'm t- I don't want <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore they think it's cute Milo's scared of it he's worried it's gonna come upstairs at night and like watch him sleep yes yeah, so we had to promise it would only be downstairs oh so yeah, okay I see but they do get a kick out of it I, you're not allowed to touch it, right? That's the They're whole not thing. allowed to touch it, right? Right. But you guys are allowed to touch it. Well, I don't think anyone. I don't is. think anyone's allowed to touch it. I see. Because it's supposed That's to. It's supposed we to. We often forget to move it, so like it'll be in the same place for like three days. We're like I thought he was supposed to go back to the North Pole. It's like yeah, but it was like it was like. Snowing, he so he couldn't. That's, that's usually what gets him. Is like it's in the same spot. Yeah, he was tired. Yeah. I I read I read I don't know if I heard this on a podcast. I read it somewhere, but there was a parent who took the elf in the shelf and put it on their kids' 
iPad. So the kid woke up in the morning, they freaked out because they're like, I can't touch the iPad because the oh, elf no. side. way to cut down on computer hours. And that's what I think this is the plan. Yeah, so I, I respect you for doing the elf on the shelf and waking up in the morning and doing that thing. I, I just, you know, I wouldn't have done it. For my own, I don't have any kids. It's easy for me. Nor to would I, Sam. Oh, you say that Nor now. Would I, I probably yeah, wouldn't. Phone. It's my. You're blowing up over here. That's so weird. My crotch rings. Uh, I'll let you guys. Uh, I'll close out on this. You guys doing anything special for Christmas? You guys doing hosting any parties? Going to any parties? Anything fun planned? Do you guys just doing low key family style? I think low key family so. style. That's the way to do it. I try to do a little something for New Year's, but other, but I think okay. Christmas is just. Yeah. Watch the kids open presents and yeah. throw snowballs up there. Too much going on. Yeah, that's true. It'd be nice a to. Big thing. I have like vacation coming up, and I know that I'm not gonna actually like sit down and relax at all. Like my vacation is tomorrow, right? At Three o'clock when I get out of work, and I can watch the Liverpool game for an hour and a mm-hmm. half in my house. After that, all bets are off. My sister comes in from Chicago on Saturday. All of a sudden, everybody's in, and then I'll be back at work on January third. Like, yeah. What the hell happened? Yeah. Where am I? <laughs> Just looking around. Guys, uh, Devin, Brianna, I want to thank you guys so much for thank coming you. in here tonight. It's always a pleasure to talk thank to you. Thank you for having us. Uh, I hope you guys have a great holiday. Uh, UTCANY.org. It's also on Twitter, Instagram. You guys are all over the web. Again, I can't tell you guys how happy it makes me to see life in that building again and all thank the work you. you guys have been doing. Uh, have a wonderful holiday. You too. I do. I, I'm I'm so ready for this vacation. I, tomorrow's our Good. last day at school with the kids, and they, they're already checked out. I'm already. <laughs> I'm assuming that at least. Thirty percent of the entire school population is going to be out. Tomorrow. Not going to be there tomorrow. Teachers included. Oscar said that to me today. I'm like, you got one more day. He's like, I'm feeling sick. I don't know if I can go tomorrow. <laughs> but they had pajama day today. I'm like, do you have school tomorrow? Why would you have pajama day on Thursday and then make them go back for another day? Honestly, <laughs> it's it's such a weird thing too because even on the from the teacher side, like. My job tomorrow is to make sure I get, like, paperwork that's got to go in tomorrow done and, like, things that get sent out. None of the teachers are giving kids any work, so they're not going to come into my room with anything to do. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to end up putting on, like, a Christmas uniform. That's what they're going to want to do. The kids who Which actually one do Which one from show. the list? I have Elf, and I have... The only two movies I actually had on physical hard copy were Elf and Deep in the Polar Express, which were my mom's house. Mm-hmm. What Polar I pro- Express, overrated. Way overrated. Never uh, actually seen it. Fest. Is it terrible? The worst. It's not it's a great movie. I've never really... I read the book when I was a kid. The book's was... fine, I guess, but... Just for the record, Muppet Family Christmas, greatest uh, Christmas movie of all also, time. Also, you forgot to say Scrooge. Scrooge is also at the top of my yes, list. Scrooge yeah. is a classic. Uh, I also... This is a really... <laughs> this is a really good one. Jersey for kid Emmett Otter's Jug Band oh we just watched that this weekend yeah it's a good fantastic one for, that one makes me cry a little bit yep because the mom and they lose the contest it's the uh, gift of the magi they it is the gift of the magi switch the presents yeah it's a nice one I like that one that's one for the kids to watch absolutely guys thank you so much again thank I will you, let Sam. you go home and enjoy your family and your time off thank and you thank you guys so much always a pleasure uh, I'll link everything on the website we're back to the show in just a moment Theater for the Creative Arts. I finally said it right. U-T-C-A-N-Y on Twitter, uh, SoundCloud, Instagram, Facebook. They're all over the 
uh, place. It was great talking to him. We had a good time talking about overrated, underrated Christmas movies. Mm. What's your favorite Christmas movie, Bilardi? Mickey's Christmas Carol. Mickey's Christmas Carol. Wow, that's wow. a traditionalist pick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, joining us here, sort of a last-minute surprise. I didn't know I was going to see you today. I'm very pleased. Yeah, yeah. Kev had, and I had plans to go get coffee, but mm-hmm. we did this instead. Very smart. Oh, well, I'm sorry I took your coffee trip away. No, it's a good idea. It's a good idea. <laughs> uh, and I just wanted to congratulate you publicly on the air here. Uh, you found out that you're having a child. Yes. yes. Yeah, congratulations. Golf clap. Thank you. Thank you. It's exciting times. Is it terrifying at all? No. No, no. we actually talked about that yesterday because you were like, oh, man, you're probably terrified. Yeah. And I read that to Janae and she was, she like laughed or whatever. I went, wait, yeah. wait, am I supposed to be terrified? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad that I could play. Well, I wasn't. And <laughs> now. No, we're super pumped, man. It's going to be cool. Now, uh... <laughs> I have to say, like, Christmas time, are you a big Christmas person? Uh, yeah, for the most part. Mm. For the most part, yeah. yeah. I'd you... say so. I'm not, like, uh, anti-Christmas by any means. Mm. That's fair, because I can see you being a little anti-Christmas. No, I... <laughs> no, I've usually been pretty cool. I've usually been pretty cool at Christmas. I mean, uh, uh, a lot of traditions, hanging out with family and stuff. Oh, yeah. That's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, right? I think if you're a big family person, it's tough to be anti-Christmas That's because true, yeah. it's so family-based, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if, you, if you've got, like, a large family, you've got family you get along with, really enjoy spending time with, then how could you not like Christmas? Well, I just think it's funny because a lot of, you see a lot of takes all over the dumb internet mm-hmm. and, like, the, the social media world about anti-all sorts of stuff, holidays in particular. Right, gotta get those clicks. Gotta get those yeah. clicks in. <laughs> I do feel like, even, like, mo- most Christmas, like, a- angst, whether it's against, like, consumerism or whatever it is, it all kind of gets... Tossed off in the wash, and you're like, "Look how nice that Christmas tree looks, though." <laughs> you're like, "Look how, look how fancy those presents are, all wrapped up. It's real, real, real warm and cuddly." My mom's house is so—I say it every year—it's so Christmassy, like a Christmas tree shop. Ah, uh, dude, so's my mom's house. It's, I love it, though, man. It's cool. Do you never feel like you're gonna break something? Uh, <laughs> I feel like I shouldn't be comfortable in the my house. Mom, my mom—I don't think she has too much like super precious stuff out in the open where, because we drink. Yeah, oh, that's <laughs> fair. No, that's... <laughs> we be drinking. <laughs> we be drinking. So, I mean, there's a lot of, like, precious stuff that she has, yeah, but it's not, like, within uh, arm's reach by any means. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Keep it all up in the high shelves. Yeah. <laughs> We're not allowed to have sharp stuff. Uh, we, my family used to drink. At Christmas, so now we're much more subdued. But mm-hmm. I was telling Heather earlier, our when my dad and mom were still married and we were living on that house on Valentine Bray in mm-hmm. Utica, we used to have the joint Italian side, Syrian side family Christmas in the same house at the same time. Wow. <laughs> how was that house even that big? That house wasn't that big. It was not. It hardly like, felt like or hardly housed. Mm-hmm. Like we would only have like twenty people there at a time. We'd be like. It was a lot of, yeah, it was like, imagine, imagine that, but instead of like smelly teenagers, it was like old men drinking scotch. Old and the Italian and Syrian men. My, old furious yeah. Italian guys. My dad actually had a lot of play money to throw around back at that time, so in the basement of the house, he had like a pool table and a foosball table and a ping pong table. So I remember like wanting to go down to the basement with my dad and all like the uncles and they're like, right. no, yeah, you yeah, go yeah, upstairs yeah. with your cousins yeah, and yeah. you stay up there and you, and you don't come down. Down here talking about shit. Shit about kids and women. <laughs> there's, 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 there's a special period of time if you grew up in the, if you were born from like the 19, early, late 1970s to like the late 1980s with like handheld recording devices and oh, videotapes. Monster cameras, yeah. There's some of those videos you can watch in 
Yeah. Man, I'll tell you, people were, you know how people now like say stuff in their cell phones that you're like, you shouldn't say that. Like people are going to remember that. <laughs> it was like that back then yeah, too. It's yeah. like, oh, you put a camera in front of my face and we tell you something. And it's yeah. like, ooh, <laughs> you sure you want to say that? Yeah, airing of the grievances. Uh, I got a lot of problems with you people. <laughs> Grand holiday <laughs> traditions. I don't know, man. I, I'm not calling out anyone specifically in my family. I saw a lot of wide eyes in the 80s yeah, right. and a lot of like really skinny people, right? Like I just saw, like I was like, mm. I don't know, man. Wide-eyed, very talkative people. Yeah, context. Very talkative, very passionate. (laughs) This context changes a lot as you get older. I got to tell you when you watch these videos. Uh, Speaking of which, uh, it is... It's been inevitable since the end of, what, uh, Halloween? You've been hearing Christmas music yeah. pretty much anywhere? Oh, yeah. Everywhere you go. Uh, I found this list of the 20, uh, quote, this is from Esquire, so it's called the 20 shittiest Christmas songs ever recorded. Uh, I figured just for fun here for a couple minutes before we all part ways <coughs> for our separate Christmas destinations, uh, we run through a couple of these. If you know any of them, if you have any takes about them. Right off the bat, though, what's your least favorite Christmas song? We've talked about this a little bit in the show, Kev, but... Um... Boy, there's a lot of them. I think uh, working in a... That donkey song? Yeah. The yeah. donkey song is really tough. The donkey tough. song is pretty brutal. Yeah, Dominic the Christmas Donkey. Yeah, it's a staple of any Italian restaurant. Uh, it's pretty bad. I have a I have a tough time, too. What's the really sad one about the girl who had shoes? The Christmas shoes, and yeah. And it's really slow I've only and heard that song once, yeah. and there's like a reason for that. <laughs> like yeah. along the same reason why I've only seen Requiem for a Dream twice. Yeah, right? <laughs> 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 you can only take one run through here. All right, so um, here's a couple of them, and a lot of these I've never heard of, so if you haven't heard them either, we'll just move right past them. Uh, there's one called That's Christmas to Me by a band called Pentatonics. Is the that? Pe- no, the Pentatonics? Pentatonics? Yeah, yeah. The, uh, acapella group? Yeah, the acapella group. Are they good? I don't know anything They're about them. They're very talented. If, I mean, I've never seen them do that live. You just got to understand how like how much you can get it up for an acapella gang. Like, ooh, you know what I'm listening to right now? I'm popping the acapella boys. Like, Dude, they sold out the casino. They do, weeks yeah. Ago. I mean, people go. They're like YouTube thing, right? It's like a big YouTube. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll say that. Uh, John Denver. This is the song, Please Daddy, Don't Get Drunk on Christmas. Never heard that one. <laughs> I've never heard that one. That one doesn't come across the rotation much. Wish you had known about that one in the 80s. Yeah. Huh? yeah. Uh, while there's certainly fertile and appropriate territory for a country song the rest of the year, the contrast between the subject matter and the jaunty holiday arrangement is enough to drive you to the bottle. That's the quote. Here. Uh, number 18, Bon Jovi has a song called Backdoor Santa, which I'm very curious yeah. about. Oof. Apparently it's a cover of an old song, but I don't know if that makes it any better. Uh, 17 was Christina Aguilera's version of Oh Holy Night, which I don't even need to hear, and I I heard it. Yeah, that's (laughs) probably top five least favorite (laughs) songs, for sure, regardless of who's singing it. Uh, Maroon 5, this year's Super Bowl headlining band that apparently no one wants to play with. Uh, They have a song, they covered John Lennon's Happy Christmas War Is Over. Miley Cyrus did that too, with John Lennon's son. On SNL. I saw yeah, that, yeah, on SNL. This is about Mark I mean, She tried, she was doing... shitty song anyway. It's a little bit of a plotter. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what it is? It's like All when... Right, you, John. It's like when you What's watch... Stephen Lennon? Stephen... You call him, like... No, he's... He, Sean. Sean Ono. Sean Lennon. Sean Lennon, yeah, yeah. He must have been... Yeah, he's like Sean Ono. Sean Lennon. Ono now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 You realize that Ono wasn't giving him as much traction as he needed decided to take that Lennon. You know what I decided? Shut up, Mom. Stop banging the cup. <laughs> I kind of like uh, Miley Cyrus just as a character. Oh, uh, yeah. No, she's not bad, dude. She's very talented. She yeah. killed it in the Bill uh, Murray special a couple years yeah. ago. Yeah. That yeah. was awesome. She did real well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so here's one. Oh, yeah. New song, The Christmas Shoes. We just talked about that. Just like uh, about a 
people being poor and dying on Christmas. Oh. I don't know why. Uh, I'm just going to skip past a couple I didn't like. Iggy Pop has a white Christmas one, which I'm sure is good. It can't be that bad. No, I'm, I don't know why they're hating on it. We're kind of biased, though. Uh, so here we get to the top ten. Bruce Springsteen, Santa Claus is coming to town. Is this blasphemous? I calling it. I all right. So the other day we were at my my wife's family. They do uh, two Christmases, one with like her whole family because some of them live up north and stuff. So they uh, they did that and and Janae somebody was like, oh man, Springsteen's on. Turn it up. It was that song. And then Janae was like, I don't really care. We could, <laughs> we could like change it. And then everybody started ragging on her about Bruce Springsteen. I could give or take Bruce Springsteen myself. Give or take the boss, huh? And yeah. that song is. My favorite part My favorite part about that song actually is just the first ten seconds when it's Bruce over the music sort of talking to the crowd. Oh, He's yeah. like No Clint, you've been practicing this right? yeah, like, hurts. You've been good out there. Yeah. Oh it's not many, it's not many. <laughs> <laughs> He's just killing the killing the Jersey crowd. Not too many. Hey, you been it's, oh, it's so terrible. Um Number nine, uh, the they just put the she and him cover of Baby It's Cold Outside, although people are just hating on Baby It's Cold Outside right now, I feel like. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I like the song. They actually, um, Funny or Die did a real good skit. I think we've that. swung all the way around to hating on hating on it. Yeah. Quickly. <laughs> Very quickly. The backlash cool. to the backlash. Well, I don't know. I think it's an alright song. I mean, it's I'm fine. totally for women's rights, but... Yeah, right. No, yeah, you can be two things. Yeah. You can be for women's rights and also think this is not a terrible song. Yeah, all right, cool. I think, <laughs> I hope. Well, I just watched Elf, right? And that's like a prominent sequence in the movie Elf where uh, Zoe Deschanel and Will Ferrell like sing that song. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, you're and right. I was like, oh, yeah, that's kind of right. like a nice reversion, mm-hmm. right. sort of. But that's he's an also. Awesome movie, too. That's. <laughs> he also creeps into the shower to sing it with her, so I guess that's also kind of yeah. weird. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that part doesn't hold up so much. Let's see? Don't Elf. hurt my pride. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number eight, I've never heard this one, but it's just called uh, Santa Claus Has Got the AIDS by Tiny Tim. Come on. No, that's a real uh, thing. Yeah, the, uh, Tiny Tim. Right? Yeah, the high, yeah, yeah, the high voice guy. Yeah, yeah. Santa Claus Has Got the AIDS. What a classic. <laughs> you can forget going door to door to your neighbor's houses caroling. <laughs> Uh, number seven, The Killers apparently did a Christmas song called Don't Shoot Me Santa. You heard that one, Kev? Never heard it. You're a big Killers mark, aren't you, Velarde? Uh... The Killers? The Killers. They did a song called Don't Shoot Me Santa. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind the subject matter. A murderous boy pleading with Santa did not shoot him. Uh, Yeah, apparently that's brutal. A murderous boy. Uh, Number six, Do They Know It's Christmas by the Band-Aid one with all the different people in it. But it, do they know it's Christmas in Africa? Someone brought this up to me. Yeah, they're like, awful as well. They're like, probably not. Do these people celebrate Christmas? Probably not. A lot <laughs> do, they know it, like... do they know it's Christmas? No. Oh, I mean, it depends. I mean, I'm sure the Catholicism has ruined a good portion of that. <laughs> I'm sure, you know what I mean? It's a great... Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that that's got to be a thing. No, no. Really well-versed in world topics at the moment. Definitely <laughs> <laughs> think. But they've been doing it for a hundred years. Yeah. So, shout uh, out to the British. <laughs> shout out to Justin Bieber at number five with his track, <laughs> Mistletoe. Perfect. You know Mistletoe? I don't know that no. Heard it. I can't imagine. Don't need to. Uh, number four, the Pussycat Dolls. Remember them? They I do were remember them. They did a cover of Santa Baby, which is probably gross. Just kind of. <laughs> it's probably real weird. It's probably awkward, yeah. This seems blasphemous. At number three, they have Jackson 5's I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. So what's funny about Mommy Kissing Santa Claus with the Jackson 5 is like the realistic of what would have happened had the Jacksons caught their mom making out with Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> 
So the song's kind of uh, kind of contradictory. But a little dark. Yeah. Uh, number two, apparently Lady Gaga did a song called Christmas Tree, which I'm very curious to hear now. Uh, I don't know. She's very hot right now. Star yeah, is born. I People mean, like a star is born. She's an also, she's another one. She's a very talented musician, but I mean, talented musicians make terrible music all the time. Is she not Quite Jewish? Often. No. Is she Jewish? No, maybe. I don't think so. I no, she was Jewish. Like she I don't know. She doesn't strike me as like deeply religious. <laughs> no, that's a great point. I don't think that meat skirt she wore has any particular <laughs> theology attached to it. Um, and then number one, uh, the one that everyone likes to bash on, Paul McCartney and Wings, Wonderful Christmas Time. I think this one is actually all right. I, think I don't mind that one. My wife hates that one. She's a huge Beatles fan. But I, I don't mind that The song. problem with that song is he's got like four lines... And that's all he says the yeah, whole time, that's repeatedly. True. That's and true. some of those noises where he was trying to be futuristic, the world just wasn't ready. Like some of yeah. those weird, some true. of those weird like synth stabs, the delay. Wah, wah, wah. I it's didn't like, hear uh, that song up until like maybe four years ago, too. Really? Though. So that might be why I liked it because I think it's something I never heard. Before. That's fair. My problem has always been, I think. The ding dong ding dong part. It always makes me laugh. It's just a choir of children in the back, like ding dong, ding dong. Like that part, nah. It's like nah. Flying, just one of the one of the great songwriters, you know, of all <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, one of the top guys. Flying with the odd of Christmas words. <laughs> you gotta just do ding dongs for the next ninety seconds, and we're gonna play it out. That's what we're gonna do for the end. Just ding dongs for the next ninety there seconds. You go. Uh, Thank you, folks, for joining us on Christmas Day. Is this it? This is the end of the Christmas episode. Yeah, that's it, man. The hour we go. interview was an hour long. I got to be at a party ten minutes ago. Uh, Thanks so, for having me, guys. Listen, it's this an absolute great. pleasure. Thanks for being here. I'm awesome, brother. You Congratulations guys. once awesome. again. Thank you. We're so fucking happy for Thank you. you. Oh, there's my one swear word for the Christmas Merry episode. Merry Christmas, guys. Uh, follow Velarde on Twitter. You on Twitter right now? I'm on Twitter. I'm, I'm on Twitter. I don't do anything, though. Go up to Velarde's house. Yeah, go up to Velarde's house. <laughs> Stop by. Say hello. Uh, follow Kevin at underscore Kevin Sullivan. Follow Heather at HeatherWaz1. Follow me at SFDoom. Or just follow the show at Uticast. Uh, Facebook, SoundCloud, uh, Instagram, uh, Android, Stitcher Podcast, Apple Podcasts. We're taking over the web. Uh, keep it tight, humanoids. Happy holidays. Sayonara. Woodstock lives. Uh, we will see you next week for the New Year's Eve episode. So Heather, Kevin, make sure you get your uh, top twenty thing or top five things at twenty eighteen ready for next week. That's our homework is still due. Later, dudes. Uh, peace. Merry ding Christmas. Dong, Happy holidays. Ding dong, ding dong, ding dong. Mood is bright. Bye.